Galaxy Lights, Coachella, Lightning Bolt Necklaces. Did you catch all the Scandal clues? Last March, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandal. Ahead of the Vanderpump Rules premiere, relive the pop culture phenomenon that rocked a reality nation. Starting January 23rd on Ringer Dish. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. That's my opinion! He will never emotionally fulfill you. Because I don't want to be a part of it. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Close your legs to married men, trash box. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo? Welcome to Morally Corrupt here on the Ringer Reality Feed. This is your Tuesday edition, your early in the week edition with some Bravo that we are going to discuss today. We got Southern Charm, the final part of the reunion, as well as Real Housewives of Miami. It's swim week in Miami, baby. So it's lots to get into, Zach. What did you think overall about these two episodes? I thought they were good. Yeah, I mean, I like that we're finally like addressing the issue with Alexia on Miami. Southern Charm, you know, I feel like I expected a little more from there. I, w- I wish people would have come at Taylor a little hard. Like Taylor kind of just like cruised by a little too easily. Yeah, I was disappointed in this last part of the reunion. I felt like, and we'll get into it. Let, let's just go ahead. We'll we'll dive in. So we get Rod and Rodrigo out on the Why? stage. and Why? They said nothing. He, well, he decided to clock in. <laughs> Rodrigo For like said, two seconds and did nothing. <laughs> he accomplished nothing. I didn't understand his venom towards Olivia. I guess him and Taylor are good friends. I don't know. but I, Which we never saw on the show. So it was so out of left field. Yeah, it felt very bizarre. Um, I did not appreciate his ride or die-ness for, for Taylor in that moment, um, like coming to her defense in the way in which he did. And what was so frustrating to me, one of the things overall about this part of the reunion is, and with Rodrigo, what he was saying is like, Taylor apologized, you beat her down, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, Taylor did say sorry to Olivia's face, but we saw many of conversations where she was like, I don't regret it. Like, yeah. I'd do it again blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why didn't anyone bring that up? Like, was that not discussed about like how quote unquote, like disingenuine her apologies were? She was going around saying something different. That's what I mean. Like we totally just like the whole season was focused on this scandal. 
And we really didn't touch on this scandal very much. No, it got glossed over for sure. We also have Olivia. We talk about Olivia and her new boyfriend. And we learned that when Olivia and Austin were dating, I guess um, he took her on a trip to the Bahamas or something with some friends of his. And these friends love Olivia now. So they're like her friends independently of Austin. And they had a big vacation and invited both of them. And they both showed up. And Olivia brought her new boyfriend. And the group felt like it was weird or like that she's giving Austin a pass and like not allowing herself to move forward with Taylor. Do you feel like there's a double standard there? I mean, I guess, but only I think the the reason people are harsher on Taylor is because I feel like Taylor tried to like not, she tried to present herself in a very different way, whereas Austin's always been garbage. Yeah, I so I feel differently. I don't... Oh. Well, I don't disagree with... I don't know. I feel like if she were to be dating Austin again, that'd be the double standard. But she's just coexisting with him Mm -hmm. and not like... I don't... It doesn't seem as if they're having much of a friendship. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they they didn't vacation together. They vacationed with the same group of friends the same way they did in Jamaica. Exactly. So, like, I don't necessarily think she's, like, giving him a pass or whatever. I think she's, like, if we have to just coexist with one another, we could coexist with them. And I think she would do the same with Taylor. Like, if Taylor returns to the show, which I don't think would be smart for her, I think she would just coexist with her. Like, I don't think she would do anything past surface level high goodbye type deal. Taylor will be back. She's not walking away. She doesn't seem, like someone that needs to be on reality television. The, like, the, the, what, the venom that... I don't even want to say it's venom. She's just not... This just isn't her, you know? And when she dropped the Thomas Ravenel thing last week, it's like, that's not... That's not who you... Like, it felt so out of character for her. Or maybe it is her. Maybe this is the real her and this facade of being this good, you know... Bible girl that goes to church, you know, and that's a virgin, like maybe that side of her is the disingenuous side. And this is the real Taylor. I guess. But I will say, like, I think when it comes to the double standard, Taylor owed more to Olivia than Austin did. So I understand her being harsher with her than she is with Austin. Like, and like you said, yeah. we all know Austin. Austin was an ex. Yeah, we, yeah, Austin was an ex. There are not really high expectations for your exes. We already know Austin's history. That doesn't give him a pass, but it's like, we already know this is how he operates. Taylor, on the other hand, was her friend. Taylor lied to her face. Austin may have never said anything to Olivia. Yeah. And he concealed that, which I guess people would still consider a lie. But for the most part... Taylor went and said, hand on the Bible, nothing has ever happened between me and Austin. Like those words came out of her mouth to Olivia's face. Yeah, yeah. And just the amount of time I'm sure they spent like Olivia crying over Austin, sad about the breakup, all that stuff. And then that's your friend that does that to you like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be cool with you either. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. And we also learned, so we kept You know, Austin's whole thing about Olivia is that she was up and down. She was one minute, she was nice, one minute, she wasn't, blah, blah, blah. And we learned that the funeral for her brother's wedding was two weeks prior to the trip to Jamaica. So it was still very fresh and it was still very, like, difficult for her to, like, kind of push through filming and continue on with everything. Yeah. 
And so, but like, even when she like explains that and she breaks down of like, you two are the only ones that didn't check on me, that didn't give me a break, like that just kept like going in. Austin's reply was still, well, you were just so up and down. And I'm like, are your ear? Do you need to clean out the ears? Like, did you not hear what she just said? She was trying yeah. to process the death of her brother. She was a little emotional. That's the, I mean, even when we like bringing up Rodrigo again, like even him being like, you were so mean to take, like people are unfairly, like it's one, like the betrayal was one thing, but the grief is another thing. And to be dealing with both at the same time, like that's when people need to give you the most amount of grace. Yeah. And I feel like she was trying to give, you know, Taylor grace. And, you know, I feel like Shep and Olivia both were trying to give Taylor and Austin more grace than either of them was being given in those moments. Yeah, it was like, Austin is a trip. Like, I really don't understand that man. Like, how he gets through life. Any of it. Which, oh, by the way, we didn't do News of the Week, but Austin and Craig are opening um, up a bar in new Charleston. A new, yeah, so I guess mazel to them. By the way, coming to Charleston. Yes. So um, another little, I guess, pit stop you could hit up if you're ever in the Charleston area. I hear pillows, his pillow store sewing down south is always, like, crowded. Yeah, it's always popping. He's making, what did he say? He finally, like, is in the multi-million dollar point with that business. Profit or something, yeah. Which is great. Yeah, he has, did he say 30 employees on healthcare? Like, great. There you go. <laughs> and then, you know, Olivia basically says there's no path forward for a friendship with Taylor, which I'm not, not surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, would you be a friend with someone like that? If someone did that to you, would you? <sighs> I'm a very forgiving person. Okay. Um, I feel like I would like to get to a good place with somebody, but I don't think the level of friendship, like I would never really be able to trust you at that level again because of what you did. Um, or I just maybe like, you know what? Let's just, at this point, you guys have wanted to hook up. I've already hooked up with Austin. Let's just have a threesome. <laughs> and then just break all the boundaries. <laughs> you like to keep it spicy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I think I'm a forgiving person and that I will forgive you, but I will never talk to you again. Like, Oh, hard I, cold. Yeah. It's just like, I'm not going to let this live on in my life. I'll give you the forgiveness, but that doesn't mean like my forgiveness is not an extension to like bring you back into my life. Yeah. Yeah. The friendship would be completely different if so. Yeah. But yeah, Olivia and Taylor are done. Craig, you said this last week, Zach. Craig mm. thinks that Taylor and Shep will end up together. Yep. He feels very strongly about that. And I want them to. I, I kind of do too. Like during the season, I didn't. But watching this reunion, I'm like, they're madly in love with one another. I also feel bad for JT because he's madly <laughs> in love with her too. And I'm just like, poor JT. <laughs> okay, let's get into JT. Do you think... I didn't realize his name was Jared. No, I didn't. Jarrett Thomas or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I just thought his name was JT. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't like that. It gives me like the Vanderpump effect of Jax and Schwartz were just so awful that we forgot Tom Sandoval was just as awful. Yeah. And like, I'm starting to, I'm wondering if like JT is that way where it's like Shep is so awful. Austin is so awful. JT's probably a little mini fuckboy himself, but because he has these two major fuckboys like really taking the thunder, he's kind of slipping through the cracks. Do you, do you think so? 
Well, that's what Austin claims. He's like, listen, this is your first season. We just haven't seen you in full effect yet, which I think is very valid. Yeah. I think JT is probably like that love bomby fuck boy, you know, where he's going to tell you everything you want to hear and like just completely enamor you with his adoration. And then eventually he's going to get bored. And I think he probably is going after Taylor because he likes the chase a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like, yeah, the love mommy fuck boy for sure. I also just don't see it between JT and Taylor. I don't see the chemistry. Oh, I don't no, see the connection. I don't, it's I just all in don't his head. see it. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely, like, into her, but, like... Yeah. No, he's into her. There's no... It's a one-way... Yeah. It's a one-way train ticket to Loveland. There's just no chemistry between them from what we've seen. I don't see... I mean, I've seen them... Like, we've seen them laughing together. He mentioned, which I think is when his, like, interest in Taylor, like, sparked. But, like, he mentioned that there was a trip to London or something, like, Europe. And I think... And she stayed with him. I think that's when he kind of, like got in. But I also wonder, was JT introduced to us as Shep's friend? Or like, how is JT brought into this fold? Because I'm like, if you're giving Austin such a hard time, like you're out here professing your love for your friend's ex. I want to say he was introduced as Shep's friend. That's no, he must have. Maybe he was introduced as Craig's friend. I don't know. I just found it to be a little strange. I was like, He's writing really hard for Taylor when I thought he was friends with Shep. I don't know. I don't either. Now that you bring that up, that is an interesting point because I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. That's something to ponder about. Oh, JT's ex has come out. His ex-girlfriend. I saw saw something on TikTok. I didn't watch the whole thing. Interesting. What she said about him was not anything that was like super surprising. I'm like, oh, like it wasn't. I, again, I didn't watch the whole thing. It didn't seem very malicious. Just seemed like how you said, like a love bombing fuckboy. Like nothing too crazy. I think he really believes that he's in love with her, but like I just, I don't know. Yeah, but another argument comes up, and I again, this is why I think I guess Taylor really lucked out on messing around with Austin because he is just like such a magician of like look over here look away because he's introduced as all three of their friends Chef Craig and Austin okay so he's just like a guy in town that knows all of them okay so maybe they're not like friend friends like acquaintances I don't know this episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. 
Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. When I forget who like brings this up, it might have been Rodrigo, that JT brought up the whole Austin kissing thing to like get in good favor with Taylor. And like, all of this is JT's fault. And if JT never said anything, like this wouldn't have been... And it's like, yeah, yeah. If JT didn't say anything, it, like he, they would have continued to lie. A total warped perception Completely. of reality to blame this on JT. And I'm glad that everyone kind of like fought back on that narrative of like, oh, we're mad that he told the truth? Well, it was everyone on the other side of the couch. It was everyone on the Shep and Olivia side of the couch. And like, yeah. I felt like the Craig and Austin, Taylor and Rodrigo side were like, this is JT's fault. And it's like, no, it was Taylor and Austin's fault for kissing when they shouldn't have. Like, And then lying. And then lying about it. Like, can we not pretend like, like, I don't know. It was, it was wild to me. But I think, yeah, I, I was pretty disappointed in the overall reunion of everything, like how it was discussed. Do you think Shep and Austin are like done being friends? No. I think they'll find a way back. I think Craig, Craig will be the thread that brings them back together. I think uh, Shep is now in a place where he's like kind of realizing he has to grow up and get his shit together a little bit. And I think him getting his shit together is going to lead him back to Taylor. Taylor will take him back. He just has to be ready for that. They will end up together and Shep will be in a better place and he'll be, you know, like Carl Radke, a recovered fuckboy. Yeah, I just wish, I think I said this last week, I wish Shep didn't fuck up so badly at BravoCon because now this is something that's something Austin could like hang over his head of like not if he gets to shit together and like you know gets sober and like really prioritizes yeah but that. I feel like I feel like there is an uh, in the reunion they were kind of using his behavior at BravoCon as like a reason for Austin to like kind of like stand on like higher ground when it's like no like, Austin committed the original sin here he's the one that like yeah. so it's just like I don't know. It's like when you're fighting with someone and you're like, you're winning the argument, but then you say something maybe you shouldn't have and it, it kind of like brings you down. It turns, a peg. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's what happened with BravoCon. Rashep was like winning here. He was, he was in the right. Everyone was on his side on the cast. And then he gets belligerent at BravoCon and people are like, well, it's, you're always Shep being Shep. Like, and it, I, so I kind of feel for him in that way. But yeah, I mean, I'm curious. Who do you think? comes back what would or actually not who do you think comes back who would be your ideal cast for next season what do you how do you see this cast reworking itself out i don't mind this cast coming back as is okay i don't think there's anybody that i would cut i mean no well i don't know i'm, I'm a little torn about taylor but i feel like taylor's gonna stick around for a minute i heard she's like on southern hospitality Oh, because now she's dating the guy on Southern Yeah, I heard she's like on a, in a couple episodes of that. Mm-hmm. I would like to see everyone come back as well. 
I, I, I don't know if it's good for Taylor, honestly, to, to come back. And like, I don't know what friendship she's going to really be focusing on if she does come back. Like, Olivia's pretty much closed the door. Madison said, like, I'm keeping you at arm's distance. <laughs> and Vanita was never really friends with her to begin with. So it's like, I don't like female wise, like, I'm not really sure. Like, sh- what? So she's just going to hang out with Austin. Like, I don't know. It's a little bit. I'm unsure about it, but I would like to see her in Chuck. I honestly, I think in a world where we're not reality TV obsessed, if Shep and Taylor just quit Southern Charm, go off together and have little blonde haired babies, like that would be the the best scenario for the both of them. <laughs> I think Shep's going to be on the show for a while. And I think eventually they're going to try to position Shep as more, Shep is more of a, Patricia role of like the, you know, the older, wiser, you know, as they bring in these, you know, young and fuck boys that maybe transition over from like Southern hospitality to more of like a Southern charm and they're younger. And because I mean, these guys are getting old and Craig settled down. And I think Austin is the next to, or sorry, not Austin. I think uh, Shep is the next to settle down. We'll see what happens with Austin. But yeah, I mean, hearing you talk about Taylor, like I, can see how there really is no opportunity for Taylor to come back. But I don't know. I still just, I see her coming back. I don't see her walking away unless they like fire her. I don't see her walking away from the show. She'll continue to do it as long as she can. Yeah. I will say who I don't want to see come back. I don't want any more scenes with Whitney. I don't want these women no. like to be sending him nudes. I think HR needs to get involved with this because it's <laughs> Clearly outrageous. And I'm good on Patricia, too. I don't need a Patricia scene. I don't need Patricia. I don't need Whitney. I don't need Rodrigo. And I don't need Rod. So those are our four cuts. Poor Rod. Like, he really got a raw edit being like, I love Olivia. (laughs) I don't see the chemistry between him and Olivia either. He's a really nice guy. He seems nice. Not for Olivia. And not for reality TV. I don't... Yes. I don't see the chemistry between them. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't love it. Real Housewives of Miami. Uh, It is swim week in Miami. And the ladies are walking the runway. Julia is walking in her first show, like she kept saying, for 30-something years. Just like, girl, like you don't need to age yourself every time you open your mouth. (laughs) I mean, we'll get into it, but that fashion show was... Um, And then we also had Kiki in a fashion show where she tells us, you know, Swim Week like really launched her career coming from Haiti. We learned a lot about her background this week with... We had a lot of Kiki this week. Yeah. And, you know, we learned that when she started modeling and it was mostly swimsuit modeling, her parents, her family didn't approve of it. They kicked her out at 15 and she currently has a relationship with her father, but not with her stepmother. Yeah. And so it was not too much happened again in this episode. It's kind of hitting a lull Miami, I would say. Yeah. It's the same thing we've talked about for the last three episodes. Yeah. So last week when we were talking about the show, I thought Lisa went to therapy with Jody, But no, she was just talking about Lenny with her realtor. <laughs> and so she still has yet to find a therapist, which I'm just... I'm shaking my head at this girl. Like it... She needs to find someone to talk to that's a professional that could really guide her. Because <laughs> a, a realtor and her boyfriend are not the people. <laughs> Lisa's level of delusion just continues to shock me every week. 
She's nuts. <laughs> She's just like, I'm preparing for the fact that I may no longer have to live in this mansion anymore. That Len, like, I just, and she's like, so I'm just looking at options for our house. But like, I don't know. Am I going to need a mortgage? Is that going to be part of my divorce settlement? I'm like, what are we even? Ugh. It's she just, just such a sad life where like her whole life is contingent on what Lydian's going to give her. Yeah. You know, and she has no desire. I mean, I guess she's like working on this perfume or whatever. But like, she really has no real desire to yeah. like have a life outside of Lenny. Like she wants Lenny to continue to take care of her for the rest of her life. Yeah. Yeah, which is like, come on, girl. And then it's swim week. So the first show is Julia's show. So you had some notes. You didn't like, you didn't like Julia's show. I was just like underwhelmed by her, like the outfit choices they gave her. Like she was in like caftans. Like she was in Kyle's moo's. Like I was like, what? Like we didn't really like, like, this is, this is what we gave Julia. This was her big moment. Yeah, she has a great body. I was kind of surprised too that they covered it her up. Her outfits lately yeah. are a lot more like skimpier. She's and showing snatched. more skin. She's yeah. feeling more confident. Like, you know, like even the dress that she wears later where you can kind of see like the straps on her back. Like I was like, oh, she's like, you know, she's really like yeah. working on herself and like, you know, taking pride and confidence and just to see her dressed in like these big flowy caftans, I was like, um. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised by that too. And so in between shows, they go to like a little rooftop or whatever and have lunch. And before Julia's show, um, Adriana finally tells Nicole like, yeah, look, I invited Anna under different pretenses. I didn't tell you about these things. Anna knew stuff, knows stuff about Alexia, and I wanted her to say it at your brunch. And Nicole's like, oh my God, like, and like, wh- finally you say something. These women have been eating me up. And Kiki was like, oh, Nicole really didn't know. She's like, no, I didn't fucking know anything. She's like, I told you guys I didn't know anything. Yeah. And so when they're at this rooftop, they're talking and. Nicole finally says it. Adriana confirms what she says. And it seems like they drop it with Nicole. However, they're still kind of idiots about it. And yeah, Adriana tells... (laughs) Adriana tells Alexia, I didn't like how you were talking to Lisa at the party. So I brought Anna so that she could confront you about your marriage and your financial thing. And for Lisa to see this as like... Adriana taking up for her. Oh, she was so happy. And I was like... Well, to be fair, the producers ask her in the confessional, how do you feel about Adriana taking up for you? And she's like, I love when people take up for me. So the producers kind of fed that to her. But she really leaned in and was like, yeah, Adriana's a great friend trying to take down Alexia. Yeah, I would have been like, Adriana wasn't taking up for me. Adriana hates Alexia. And she used me as a reason to get even with her. Yeah, because <laughs> Lisa had no idea that any of this was even going on. Yeah. Like, Lisa was totally blind in all of this. Yeah, I was like, Lisa, you're just the excuse. Like, <laughs> Adriana would have done this if it were if it were anyway. Nicole or if Alexia said something about Kiki. She would have found a way to bring in Anna to tell secrets about her relationship. But yeah, so it seems like it gets resolved. Yeah. 
I guess. And it finally gets revealed that like it was information about Alexia's finances, which I expected a bigger reaction out of Alexia from. Because the whole time they thought that Anna was coming to expose Marisol, only to find out that no, it's actually Alexia that was the target. Do you think Alexia didn't have as big of a reaction because there is something going on with the finances or because she's like, you're full of shit, Adriana, like Anna doesn't know anything? I mean, I think it could be either or. If there are issues with the finances, I don't know if Alexia is fully aware of them. Like, Todd's not the type to be like, honey, we're moving out because I can't afford this apartment. He's like, oh, they're breaking the lease early and we have to leave. Yeah. Like, he's going to not be entirely honest with her, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I agree with that. What is, Todd does commercial real estate. Like, that's his thing. I mean, that seems like a pretty profitable line of work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Only Anna knows. Only Anna knows. And we never got what she knew. She should have just dropped it on the table while she had the chance. I know. She she, fumbled that ball. She wanted to be back on the show so bad. She like forgot. Like she was like a deer caught in headlights. She did not realize she needed to work for it. So Kiki's show happens. Nicole leaves. She has like hockey tickets or something. So Kiki's show. Kiki looks great. Really cute. Afterwards, Kiki planned like some type of party for the women to like all come together or whatever. And she got a little party bus for them. Seems like there was a lot of traffic getting out of the parking lot. By a lot, they showed 10 minutes pass by. <laughs> and these women were like, you know what? I need to go. I'm just going to call Uber. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And Kiki's just left with Adriana and Julia. And she's really sad because she was like looking forward to like celebrating with the women and sharing in this experience. And it did hit me like this was the first time that it was a Kiki thing. You know, we I don't think we've had like a Kiki event. So like this was her thing. And all the women bailed because they couldn't sit in the sprinter van for more than 10 minutes. I mean, I did feel bad for Kiki. I mean, it was interesting, though, because like Kiki's not a full time cast member. She's only a friend of. So we gave her like, you know, a big moment this episode. That's probably why the women didn't stick around. They're like, listen, she's not a main <laughs> cast member. Like, why are we even giving her the airtime? They couldn't be bothered by Kiki. Um, I do they like couldn't. Kiki though. I do like Kiki too. It made me. It did make me sad for her. But imagine like you planned this or you planned this whole after party, which to be fair, she probably had some sort of deal with some sort of nightclub where she was going to promote it and bring all the Real Housewives over, and you know she probably was expecting it to be much bigger. But then to be left with Adriana and Julia, like that's a sad after party. That's sad, and I feel like Kiki shows up to all their stuff too. Like she does. even when they're not filming, so it's like ugh, such a bummer that no one was there. Or like even if they just like took an Uber to her party instead of just being on the bus. I don't know. It just I felt I felt bad for her. Yeah, but it seemed. And I so I do think this drama. We we kind of got a super tease as to like what's going to happen in Mexico City. I do think this drama seeps into that trip. Speaking of Mexico City, Alexia goes and hangs out with Julia and she tells her that they want she wants to do a vacation to Mexico City for many reasons. But one of the reasons being there's a saint that she prayed to a lot when Frankie went through his accident and she thinks it'd be really good for Gertie and she hopes Gertie could come. I did think it was funny when Alexia was inviting all the women. She calls Larsa and Larsa's like, oh, I have a tequila plant there. Maybe we could tour the the place or whatever. Alexia's like, yeah, you know, we're going to have a pretty busy schedule. So I'm not really sure what we're going to be able to do. And she's like, and we're going to be testing a lot of different tequilas. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, that's really funny. <laughs> well, because also I would I would be pissed too. Be like, no, we're not gonna hijack. You're not gonna hijack my trip to promote your fake tequila brand. <laughs> Which also, she didn't say. I, from my recollection, it, she didn't say her tequila like was manufactured there. She said the the ceramic bottle service was done oh, in yeah, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Which to me was like, that's even less interesting. Your your <laughs> bottles are made in Mexico City. Like what? Yeah. So I thought that was funny, but. You know, earlier in the episode, we had a scene with Gertie and Russell, which was really sad because Gertie has to have a second surgery. And she was talking about it with Russell, how defeating it is. And when Alexia calls and FaceTimes her to invite her on the trip, she's playing games with Russell and her youngest son. And Gertie kind of gets like she breaks down. Like this is starting to really wear on her. The treatment, what she's going to have to do. We learn that even after the second surgery, forgive me, the levels, her levels are too high. So she'll probably, she'll have to go through chemotherapy because it yeah. like shows that a, it's a higher chance that the cancer could return. It was just, it made me really sad for her. And I felt like Alexia was really kind in that moment, was supportive yeah. as, as much as she could be. But yeah, Gertie's really going through it. And, you know, I, I really think, the sentiment to for Alexia inviting them during this time with this trip is really sweet as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. But we do see a flash forward into Mexico City. Adriana in a rainbow flamingo type outfit. She's performing at Mexico City Pride. We also see some fighting going on. And then we also see some face smashes into cake. So it looks like a really fun balance trip. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We see what I'm hoping. Alexia and Larsa get into it. We see yeah. Kiki and Lisa get into it. Yeah. It looks like a good it looks like it'll be good, which we're needing because, like we said, the drama of Nicole, did she or didn't she know about Anna kind of lag on for one too many episodes. So to get some fresh drama some fresh fun will be exciting in these upcoming episodes. So I'm looking forward to it. For sure. So that kind of covers everything on Miami and Southern Charm. We're saying goodbye to Southern Charm, but Miami will be here a little bit longer to stay. I'm actually going to Miami this weekend. Maybe I'll see some of the ladies. There you go. Go look for Lars's tequila. I'll look for Lars's tequila. Larsa and Marcus. I'll, I'll try to get some, some And get yourself them, one of those uh, <laughs> Julia caftans. Okay. That's on the to-do list. <laughs> All right, guys. We will check in with you next week as we will just be covering Miami. But uh, be sure to check out Morally Corrupt on Friday with Rachel, Jody, and Callie. They're going over Potomac, Salt Lake, and Beverly Hills. So we got you all covered. And we'll talk to you all later. <laughs> Bye. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.